Yeah. Uh, we set money goals. Money goals are critically critical, important. Yeah. And when you set money goals as a couple, uh, uh, even when you have discussions about the money, it throws all the conflict out of the discussion. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here talking about it, and I'm getting just excited over it because I can see <laughs> because I mean it's it's powerful. That's a powerful technique that you and I have used. Hello, I'm Jeanette Howard. And I'm Dexter Howard. And welcome to another episode of a House United Marriage Plus Family Podcast. And today we got another great topic that uh, we really believe is, as we talk through this, it's really, really, really going to uh, strengthen and mm-hmm. your, your your marriage plus your family, um, give you some really great insights. Yeah, wish we had this insight uh, years ago. Isn't that something? <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you've been following us, you know that's really... For the most part, what we're doing, mm-hmm. <laughs> we are sharing from our well of experience. Yes, uh, for thirty, almost thirty years, almost thirty years, almost thirty years uh, of of building uh, marriage, building our marriage and our family, our six daughters, our kids. Who thank God, all is well concerning yes, concerning them. It's probably the greatest success I think we are we have in our life right now is marriage plus family. Absolutely. And um and so marriage plus family is so in, is so incredible. I don't think there is enough teaching Mm-mm. out there, no. encouragement out there Mm-mm. um for really helping uh marriage plus family succeed. That's right. You know, it's a lot of relationship marriage talk, mm-hmm. but I hadn't heard a whole lot of just really empowerment or instruction, how to's no. on building not just a marriage, but a family. A family. <laughs> a family. family. And, and you know, that's, that's, yeah. that's really uh, kind of um, dumbfounding be, uh, as significant, as, as important as family as important is. As family is. Absolutely. Uh, one of our friends, one of our very, very good friends, like a sister to us, uh, she made a profound statement that I hear you say a lot. Yeah. Uh, and and we actually close with it. this. <laughs> we, we adopted this statement and we close with it at the end of every podcast. And she says that uh, family is important enough. Marriage and family, Marriage and are, family important are important enough, enough to do well. To do well. Learn how to do well. To learn how to do well. And learn is the key. Learn is the key word. Absolutely. Yeah, learn. You know, in our case, we had to unlearn mm. <laughs> <laughs> some stuff. You got to unlearn if you saw, you know, the wrong patterns and the wrong. Mm-hmm. You saw dysfunction like I did growing up. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot to unlearn yeah. and then relearn the right way. Yeah. You know, but. Well, I, w- I was just getting ready to say, if we knew how much was vying against our families. Yes, sir. And against our marriage, uh, there's a whole lot of enemies to our success as a family. Ooh, yes, and sir. to our success as uh, a couple. Uh, just culture culture itself is so much in culture that is so diametrically opposed uh, to our good success. Now, there's one thing to have success. I'm talking about good success. I consider good success God's success. And there's so much vying against uh, our good success. And if we only knew uh, just the, uh, uh, the significance of the warfare that has been waged against our good success, Man, we would be doing everything we can to come across more empowerment. 
yeah. to help us be successful. In our marriage, in our family. In our marriage and in our oh, family. Oh, we're success crave. Yeah. This is a success starved yeah, culture. Absolutely. Uh but but sometimes, you know, I think you know, oftentimes we're um I think sometimes trying to get to the right thing but the wrong way. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure. And so um anyway, we're gonna today what our topic is is we're going to be discussing five common stresses in marriage. Mm. Five common stresses in marriage. So don't go anywhere. Take a listen. Um, and we we thought these were, these are five ones that we have encountered over yeah. our almost 30 years yeah. uh, together. Well, we have been together 30 years, sure. married in a couple of months, you sure. know, um, It'll be 29 years It's married. just some that really stuck out yeah, to us. Yeah, but these five, we have navigated this, this these stresses. Oh, absolutely. And uh, have come through them. Mm-hmm. And so we call them common um, because it's just that. It's common. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I got this saying that, you know, just be, something may feel uncomfortable to you in the moment, but it's not uncommon. It's not uncommon, yeah. You know, I promise you, right now, whatever it is you're going through, whatever it is, and I know it might be real, real tough. I've been in the people business for 30 years. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's some tough situations and circumstances out there, and yeah. I don't undermine that. But it's common. Yeah, that's right. As uncomfortable as it might be mm. to you right now, whatever you're experiencing is common. It means that... Uh, many people have gone that way, and many have come through it. You know, the Word of God says in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, yeah. it says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common, common to, to man. man. Yeah. Uh, but God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are mm. able, but with the temptation will make the way of escape. Wow. Yeah, so, so no one will go through anything that somebody else hadn't already gone through or will go through. Exactly. And he's given us all the grace to be able to survive it or overcome it or and overcome thrive it. in it. Or come through it. Or come through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Come through it. You know, and after you survive it, what I've discovered, especially after what I just came through in the past couple of few years, you know, I got a long, deep story about just mm. one of the greatest traumas of my life. Yeah. I just overcame. I was just trying to survive it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that I was that that it was actually going to lead me into the greatest thriving years of my life. That's right. That's you exactly know, after right. after I survived it, mm. <laughs> you know. Mm. I was just trying to survive. God's yeah. plan was for me to thrive. <laughs> That's right. You know, That's right. That's now I'm right. thriving, but I That's had to right. survive that thing. And when I went through it, it felt like the it was it was it was hell. Mm. Uh, but it was the, felt like the worst thing ever. And then you know, I got engaged in these online communities with people who were going through the same, same thing, thing I was going through. Millions of them, mm. and I realized as hard as it was for me. It was common. Yeah. There were millions of common. other people right. who had encountered, were dealing, were having the same struggle. Mine was with a particular drug mm. that jacked my life, that jacked me up. Mm. There were millions. Wow. Who were come overcoming the same thing. Wow. And some didn't overcome it. Thank God I did. Mm. Um, and so this stuff is common. It's common. And so we're going to talk about. Uh, five common stresses that can take your marriage out. Sure, 
Sure. You know, if first, you know, if you don't realize, number one, it's common, and there is a way through it. There's a way through it, absolutely. And we've we've dealt with all all five of these, and I imagine all five of them could have taken us out, <laughs> but thank God, yeah. um, um, they didn't, and we've we've overcome them, and you know, thriving as you know, in spite of them, or while in the midst, some of them we're still in the midst of, right. <laughs> <laughs> really some, some of it we still uncomfortable in the truly midst of it. <laughs> truly we are <laughs> so you ready yeah absolutely. all right let's jump Take right your in notes. the first common stress and you probably know what i wonder what you think it's gonna be put it in the <laughs> comment section to tell me what you think this first one is we put it at the top of the heat because i think it's at the top of the heat mm-hmm. and that's money finances finances absolutely financial stuff money stuff all day Absolutely, all day, because we need it to live. <laughs> yes. We got to have it to Absolutely. survive. It co- almost costs money to breathe. Wow. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, literally. You, if you really think mm-hmm. about it. Absolutely does. It Absolutely costs does. money to survive. I don't even, there's not even free water. Mm. Wow. Unless you live somewhere by a stream or something, <laughs> then you're probably <laughs> trespassing on somebody's property. That's why people go off grid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they can live off the land. They can live off the land, but you could be trespassing but on somebody else's land. You never know. Yeah. They can put you off. Yeah, that's and true. So I mean, it takes it takes some kind of financial resources mm. to to just just to, to exist. Absolutely, it does. And uh, and so of course, you know, in marriage, um, you know, that can be a extreme stress. I'm talking mm. about if you don't have enough, mm-hmm. or I know people, of course. You know, a lot of our, a lot of the people I know, their stress is they got too much. They got too much money. Yeah, absolutely. And having too much money, but you know, is I causing marriage that kind of stress, in, though. <laughs> but well, I don't know because I see I know these stories for real. And when a lot of money gets involved, you know, uh, a, a marriage, a mm. family comes into suddenly a lot of resources, yeah. a mm-hmm. lot of money. Yeah. And then, you know, it can, it can, it can, it can create a lot of, I'm talking about marital challenges sure, sure. on what we're going to do with this money. Mm-hmm. Lots of issues come up, power struggles come up. Uh, so much comes up, you know, and that can come up when it comes to, to finances. And so we're not talking about just not having enough right, right. money, just money problems, period. But we're talking about just when money comes in play and finances mm-hmm. come in play. Why do you think that is so, why is finances such a such a trigger mm. well because it's just like you just said you you, you need it you can't get away from it mm-hmm. uh and um it's a stark reminder uh because really to me money is a metric mm. money money is a metric and so money helps to measure where you are mm. It, or or it can be used to That's help good. to measure where you are. And so some people, when they don't have enough of it, it is a stark reminder. Mm. It reminds them of what they really already know mm. uh, of where they are. And they're not f- as far as they want to be. So it's the meaning. So it, that it that can be the meaning behind money. I think money, you know, has. I think money is as significant as the meaning mm. that we attach to it. Oh, that's good. Money yeah. is as significant is as significant as the meaning as the meaning that we attach to it. And for most of us, we attach a lot of meaning 
to we money. Atta- what are some things that we attach to money? Survival. Self worth. Well, no, well, for one, it's survival. Well, yeah, absolutely, survival. The first thing I think of is yeah. survival. Security. Wow, security. That's that's, that's for the women out there, <laughs> brothers. If you don't know this yet about your woman, stop trying to fault her. You know, and all this kind of stuff. It is just, I think it's just a part of how God wired us. I've been, I've been, I've it's been around a, women all my life, and it's the yeah. same throughout. Yeah, a wo- woman. Women she, value security. They value security, and I totally acknowledge that. We had this conversation all the time. Oh, absolutely. You know, so when my security starts feeling threatened, I'm, I'm going to act out. Absolutely, yeah. You know, and so, yeah, so, so that's yeah, security can be security. one, uh, uh, self-worth, self-worth, value, value. Uh, I'll yeah. be honest, it, it, it doesn't attach that for me, but I yeah. think for me, but it can be for a man. For a man. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I've, I've been one of those men who have not had at some point in our life back in our younger days, uh, when I was in between jobs, uh, we had babies we had a little baby and a baby on the way. I'll never forget that that period. Uh, and, uh, you know, my self-worth was very, very low. Mm-hmm. It was very, very low Be- because it is in the DNA of a man. Even ladies, ladies, even if you even if you've been around men where you say that joker ain't no good. He ain't got he ain't worth a he ain't worth a, a, a nickel. You know, that's what we say in the country. He ain't worth a nickel. Well, listen. Listen, you may not you may not believe it or not, but it is in, in a man's DNA, even if he don't act like it. It's in his DNA to want to have enough to provide. Mm. To yeah. provide. It's in the it's it's in the makeup of a man. Mm-hmm. And whenever a man feels like that's been threatened, uh, then you know, it it really affects his self worth wow. in a in a huge way. Wow. Yeah. So we talked about the meaning we attached to money. I think we said, what, survival, security? Survival, security. Self-worth. Self-worth. Yeah, yeah. self-worth. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, the three S's. Right. <laughs> and then also, I think also money is such a deep, deep, tri- a, a huge trigger um, for stress in a marriage mm-hmm. is because of a lot of us, you know, our, how can I say it? We have different approaches. Mm-hmm. To money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. You've got usually, you know, in a, from my experience, our experience, we just tell our own story. Of course, I got a lot of experience working with other couples as well. But from the experience I've, we have and what I've seen, generally in a, in a lot of relationships, uh, they view money differently. Mm-hmm. Their approach to money is different. So, for instance, another one person may be, I call it, the spender in the family. Mm-hmm. Right, they see money as a, um, not necessarily as security, but they see money as a way to enjoy life. Yeah, yeah, pleasure mm-hmm. to get them where they want to go, to mm-hmm. get them what they want to have, to get them the experiences that they want. They mm-hmm. are they are the spenders, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, right? You know, and and then there's another one in the relationship. Where they are what I call the savers. Mm. They've mm-hmm. got the future in mind. Right, right. You know, and they they probably value security more. Mm-hmm. They probably value those kind of things more. And so they've got um they got the future in mind. Mm-hmm. And so they want to save money. Yeah. And save and save and save. So 
guess which one is which in that nest in our house. <laughs> <laughs> Now I like it's, to save money too. Now you do. Yeah. You've we've 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 uh, assimilated. Yeah. Have you noticed that over oh, yeah. our? Oh yeah. So how we've got through some of these um, financial stresses. Uh, I, it, originally, I think in the beginning days, I was absolutely the saver mm-hmm. um, because I grew, absolutely yeah. I grew up in so much financial instability. My father right had struggles. That's right. You know, and um, I had a father in the home, but. I'll just say he had struggles mm-hmm. in honor. I, I'm, I'm a total fan of my dad. He's in heaven now. Yeah. High respect for my father. Because in spite of his struggles, he still kept his family together. That's right. Yeah. But when Absolutely. I was growing up, I grew up in crazy trauma mm. with a father with struggles. Okay. Mm. And so it created a lot of financial instability. Like I'm talking about instability in terms of, you know, I was telling our girls the other day how, you know, I come home from school I remember my brother Rodney and me. I don't know why I always Rod and I were real close siblings. And we come home, we'd be on the bus talking about, you know, how hungry we were going to be when we get home. wasn't going to be anything to eat. Oh, wow. And he was like, I'm just going to make me another mayonnaise sandwich. Wow, wow. My girl's like, a mayonnaise? No, a sandwich spread sandwich. Mm. They had never heard of sandwich spread. Y'all know what sandwich spread is? Oh, I know is? about sandwich spread. Well, of course, our girls, they were like, sandwich? What is sandwich Sandwich spread? I was like, it's, baby, it's a mix of mayo and relish and stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah. But we would come home. And if there was some bread, that was a blessing. Yeah. And then, um, and then there would be a like there would be mustard. Mm. There would be mayonnaise. I said, "Do you tear up, man? Think about yeah. this stuff is real." Yeah. There would be mustard. There would be mayo. Or there would be sandwich bread. Well, let me add one more to it. Sugar. You ever had a sugar sandwich? No. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you weren't poor enough. Then. I was poor enough. Yeah. We were. We were. We were rich. <laughs> anyway, my the girls, you know. Every time I talk about it, I get choked up, you know, because that's, that's, I'm 53 years old, far from that. Yeah, but That's yeah. that little girl in me, Yeah, you know, that's still there. And so, so security is huge for me. Yeah. Having in survival mm. and security are huge. And when we got married, and then now I'm bringing my life into and you know, into I'm 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 giving my you some responsibility for me. Sure. Number one thing I got to, at least you got to provide me survival and security. And so, absolutely yes, money. I saw it as survival and security first and foremost. And so, absolutely, I was the saver, trying to make sure we had enough for this, that, or the other, and the next thing that may come up, and the next thing that may come up, and you. Originally, mm-hmm. I you know I don't know what your story, how you became that way, but you certainly he you he just seemed to be more of like, you know, let just let money flow with more ease yeah, it, without it, it was thought it was, about tomorrow. Even even though we were uh, basically poor, uh, but it was it was a matter of being the only child uh, and oh, yeah, being, yeah, yeah. being being that doted on uh, mm, one where. You know, where my mother, she just, she didn't have the money, but she still doted. She gave you whatever you wanted. And uh, so, you know, a lot of my response to money in the early days anyway came from that. Yeah. You know, before I took on more responsibility. That's good. As a, as a husband and a father. And, 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 six and now I realize <laughs> <laughs> when, him, when, him, when, when those six kids come along, it's like, bruh. It ain't all about you no more. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. You got way more mouths than yours to feed now. Yeah. So, so you know, I think I began to sober up a little you, bit. You really did. Mm-hmm. And so now, 30 years in the game, mm-hmm. 
we pretty much are pretty much on the same page. Absolutely, you know, we yeah. pretty much value. I am not just a saver anymore. Mm-hmm. I am, a, you know, I, I let it flow too. <laughs> she, she definitely is not, uh, man. Yeah. I see all those Amazon all boxes right, coming right, to the all house. Right, all right, all right, all I'm right. like, what, man, man, how many doggone Amazon boxes going to come to the house? Good grief. That's not all for me. <laughs> it's for the house. I'm serious. He thinks that's Ooh. not just. Okay. First of all, I don't buy my shoes and clothes First from of Amazon. All, I buy my shoes and clothes It may not be for you, but it sure got your name on it. <laughs> my Jeanette name. Howard, Jeanette Howard, Jeanette Howard, Jeanette Who Howard, Jeanette Howard. Soap There's and five boxes and sitting at the door with Jeanette Howard's name on it. I buy everything for the household. <laughs> So that's why I keep trying. This is not like my just my personal stuff. I'm buying stuff. It's for all the good, house. baby. It's all good. <laughs> anyway, what what we what we trying to say? We're gonna move on to number two. <laughs> I hope y'all getting something out of this. <laughs> but sometimes your stories can help people. Can help you yeah. see how if you just keep Absolutely. on going and growing together, you are gonna come out of this space. Your stories right? can change. For your the stories positive. can change for the positive. You know, you know. I want to go back and I want to lean into that. Uh, what what you said a few moments ago about uh, it. It can um, uh, a lot of the conflict uh, with money uh, can come out of how someone relates to the money yeah the meaning they give to that money yeah people relate differently to it absolutely i think uh a part of how we relate we just got through talking about it comes from the experience that we've been through whether yes traumatic or whether good good or bad absolutely good or bad uh and so i think trauma can have a whole lot to do with uh uh how a person relates to money and and sometimes it just takes us stopping to even try to understand. Yes. Uh, hmm, I wonder why they reacting that way. Absolutely. I wonder why. Why did they react that way to when I when I did that with that money, or right. or when I made that decision with this money? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Or even ask yourself. Or ask why yourself. Why do you? Why do re- I react? A certain oh, way. Oh, that's good. That's good. Absolutely. Do you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. But you know, I'm huge on why. Yeah. Oh, Ask that question. Why, why? is critical. Why? Yeah. why? 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 And so, yes. So if you and your, your spouse, you know, y'all are in some financial stress right now because of not enough, not too much, different approaches, mm. all of that is common it is common it's common and so you know what i you know it's but i don't think it's it's certainly not worth ending a potentially a wonderful family situation people get divorced over it oh cool every day i mean all all the time financial stress is is probably it's the one of the greatest ones because you know money is it is what it is absolutely uh but you know it is what i've encouraged people to do is go and get some get some help mm-hmm. for one, mm-hmm. and I really believe that um, you can, if you can get on the same page with money, mm-hmm. you can get on the same page with anything. Yeah, because money yes. has so much meaning tied tied to it. I heard we can move on to the next one, but I I, I listened to this clip from uh, Dave Ramsey's daughter mm. Rachel Cruz. Of mm-hmm. course, she's got her in the family anointing. Mm-hmm. Of course, she teaches and talks a lot on money. And I just listened to a little clip that came across my social the other day, and I can't quote it, but generally she was talking about how couples uh, can sleep in the same bed. Mm. 
but don't trust each other enough to put their money in the same checking Ooh, account. Wow, 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 wow. And so, so you share the bed, but you don't share the money. But you can't share your money. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And she says she understands because money is that, that's tough stuff yeah. around some of these same issues we've been talking about. Sure. But she says she thinks it is so vital to the health of a marriage to uh, to to put your money together because it you really don't become one until you are financially one. Oh, that's because good. Because of the process that it takes to get on the same page with money. It's the same process it takes to create uh, oneness in your marriage. Sure, absolutely. And, absolutely. Uh, and marriage really is about, it's about the mystery of oneness. It's about mm-hmm. becoming one mm-hmm. and, and, and creating that getting on the same page financially is a big part of that process. And you know, as, as we have evolved, as we have evolved as a couple, uh, I think one of our greatest successes comes from that we have evolved into this couple who dream together. We dream together. We we have one pursuit that we go after, and we set goals for our money. Yeah. Uh, we set money goals. Money goals are critically critical, important. Yeah. And when you set money goals as a couple, uh, uh, even when you have discussions about the money, it throws all the conflict out of the discussion. Right now, it's more now it's more about intention and purpose. Yeah. Now we're talking about it with intention. We're talking about it with purpose. Now we're making this decision to better us. We're yeah. making this to not just because you want to be secure. No, we're making this decision because this is where we said we wanted to go. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here talking about it and I'm getting just excited over it because I can see <laughs> because I mean, it's it's powerful. That's a powerful technique that you and I have used without even knowing it. Right. Uh, and and it has caused us to be able to reach some incredible financial milestones. Yeah. 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 And it's, you know, sometimes coming to the table with even talking about money goals and how to get there, we there's a little conflict sometimes. Yes, yeah, absolutely. We we see things differently. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. but the but we're 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 striving for the same goal. We're striving for the same yeah, goal. Right. And so, anyway, that's the first common stress. That's it's just common, y'all. It's common, mm. but there's ways through all of that and you getting working through it is gonna it's 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 really really should be draw, drawing you closer together, you know, should, yeah. as you work through some of those tense, it really tense should. spots. It's going to be tense, okay? Just get over that. But you got to stay in the tension until you Ooh, come into oneness. Until you come into oneness. Stay in the you tension. You got to stay. Can't, don't run from that tension. Yeah. Don't run from that tension. You know, Absolutely. You know, the only reason you get a smooth stone at the end of a stream mm-hmm. is because it's it's rolled yeah. along the bottom of the river riverbed yeah. and it's been, and it's gone through a lot of and abrasion and friction. Yeah. And then by the, by the time it reaches the end of that stream, it's, it's like, smooth it's stone. smooth. It's just a smooth stone, but you didn't see all the friction that was going through on the way there. That's good. Yeah. You're so smart. <laughs> that is that's great. That's a great uh, metaphor. All right. Second comma stress. I wonder what you think it is. All right, put in the comment section what you think it is. We think it is for us, it is kids. Them kids. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Children. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm gonna tell you why I think that's that's that this is such so stressful with those children. Not mm. that the children are stressful. Mm. What makes it stressful is you have never loved anything that Ooh, much in your life. Yes, Lord. Either one of you. You I'm I'm both both you and your Ooh. spouse. 
You have such a special love for those kids. You love. Oh you don't know love until you birth a child. You know, child I often hear world. you uh, say, and, and I've never thought about this as a man. I often hear you say uh, about how you have observed, and you are an observer of people. Absolutely. Uh, but how you have observed uh, that men will not hold somebody else's baby. Men, y'all don't fool with nobody's baby. We but don't fool own. with nobody's babies but our own. <laughs> So if I see a man, I already know that's his baby or his grandchild. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you may mess around for about two or three minutes for, with somebody else. Okay, oh, ain't that sure she cute? No, 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 no. Our now, producer over there is hurting himself. It's just the truth. Me and y'all don't fool with nobody's children no, but your own. No. <laughs> And you know, after you said that, I really started. You started looking. You started looking observing at myself, at yourself, <laughs> introspectively, and I'm going, "Wow, that's really the truth." <laughs> yeah. Oh, but when you have your own, oh Lord, suddenly you start learning how to. My oh, husband Lord. and we watch him with. The, I never learned he, how to do hair, but I sure tried. He's a girl dad. <laughs> So he turned into just man, like I, man. I would grease them babies up. They were so greasy. Yeah, he was playing with six baby I dolls would, all the time. I would grease them babies up and have them so nice and greasy and 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 have their hair slick greased down, down slick, slick down. I man, I brush that hair, brush their little baby hair out, and and put their little uh, frilly little dresses on and whatever. Backwards, he have them all backwards. And, uh, <laughs> And then, you know, one thing I did know how to do is I knew how to take that little... Um, and you put it on like a sweatband. I used what to was it called, that little band? A headband. With a little bow on it. And but, man, you, but you would put it on like a sweatband. <laughs> <laughs> it, the thing's supposed to go up here. My husband would put it on like it was a sweatband. I said, baby, it's a, it's a headband. It's not a sweatband. <laughs> he thought it was a sweatband. <laughs> 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 Yo, yo, we, I wish y'all could see us in this studio. Well, no, well, if you're no, watching this podcast, you can you can. I see wish y'all could see <laughs> how he used to get the girls because he producers literally hurting himself. He over didn't know that. how to dress girls, you know, and so oh, it would be so funny how he'd have. Their but little, I love those babies. He'd have the clothes I mean, on. Stuff was supposed to go. You know, fr this the front supposed to go this way. He yeah. have it backwards. Yeah. Supposed to tie up in the back. He have it tied in the front. He, but, but you know he, what? To show you know. how much I love those babies, you you would you would you know go out of town on speaking engagements. It yeah. wasn't often, uh, mm -hmm. but when you did have to, and of course, you know, we had our babies kind of like back to back. Yeah. And so I would sometimes be left at home with three. Yeah, you would. I'm talking about three little ones, and man, I remember. You know, Celeste hauling her around in her little baby seat. You and, sure did. And I have them two little toddlers, Alexa and Bethany, walking on each side. And, and, and you know, and I'm keeping up with them. And, you know, I take them out to eat or something. We, you know, we go to a family-friendly restaurant. I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this with these three kids. But that's how much I love those little babies is I would I – didn't, I didn't mind it at all because – they were mine. You wouldn't do that with anybody's kids. No, God, no. But yeah. I, but I, but I did it with those houses. Yeah, absolutely. Because you. So what we're trying to say the reason I'm gonna tell you. Number one, you may not realize it <laughs> that a lot of your conflicts, you and your husband, spouse, have so much kids. conflict over those kids because both of you mm. love those kids more than anything in the world. Sometimes you love mm -hmm. them more than you love each other. Oh my God, yeah. But you love those kids. 
Key people get divorced, but the one thing they share in common is they love their children. They never fall out of love with those kids. And I think that's why things concerning our children can be such a trigger in the marriage. Oh, absolutely. Because the love is so deep. Yeah. And so what I think might be best for them and what Mm -hmm. you think might be best for them, oftentimes conflicts. Oh, God. Your approach to. Some of our most major conflicts and arguments. I remember we had a knockdown drag out, uh, just fallout. uh, uh, over uh, something about the twins, and I don't remember exactly what it was surrounding them, but uh, you had told them they could do something. Oh, Lord. I think I, yeah. got, I got seriously upset because I thought they were disrespecting me as a father. Oh, yeah. And then when I found out you told them something different, oh, oh my God. Lord. Have y'all had those scenarios my before? My Lord, we just fell out. Yeah. 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 And so a lot of it also... So we talked about, you know, we love the kids so much. Our approaches, I think our approaches to raising kids can 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 be different, mm-hmm. drastically different. One, because of how we were raised, yeah. could, which could be drastically Absolutely. different. Absolutely. And then number two, it's just a masculine and a feminine. Mm-hmm. I'm a mother. I and, got a certain approach. And I'm a man. I'm a father. And you're a father and you That's got right. a certain approach. That's right. And one is not more And I just happen important. to have all girls. And you just happen to have all girls. And yeah. you're going to mother your girls a little bit harder than you would a son. Come on, Abs- let's be honest. Absolutely. No and doubt. I, and I'm going to father my daughters a little bit more sensitively than I would my son. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But what I have learned is, and we'll move on to the next one yeah, after sure. this, but here's one thing that I can share with you that I I, I, How can I, we help them thrive? Yeah, I think what really it. was a turning point for us, a shifting mm-hmm. point for us, was when you realized that, um, how can I say it, uh, because we're raising daughters, mm. you value that there are certain things that you don't know how to develop uh, in them. It's just certain things I don't know, absolutely. There's certain things you don't know. That's right. And so only... You have you have fallen back, as I That's could right. say, when it comes to making them deferred. In, into women, and it has to do with their femininity and mm-hmm. making them into strong women and having mm-hmm. whatever they need to be women in this world. Mm-hmm. You completely fall back. Yeah, I defer. Yeah, he come. You completely defer to me mm-hmm. on that. That's right. You know, and so um, and that was helpful for me sure. when you finally understood sure. that you know. I'm, you don't know anything about, uh, and we learn to begin women. respecting each other's boundaries. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, you have those, uh, you have those unwritten uh, boundary rules. Mm-hmm. Many of you may not even know it, but you got unwritten boundary rules with your children, mm. personal boundary rules, mm. uh, as a father and as a mother. For instance, uh, you know, you know, my boundary rule is. And you've heard me say it yeah. most, most of their childhood. Uh, I I would like some say. If I can have some say in in where they're going, if they can go, so I can approve if I want them to go there or not. When they're a certain under a certain age. Under a certain age. Yeah. And you have for the for the most part, you have pretty much respected that boundary. You you always ask them, you say, you know what? Uh, I think it's okay for you to go, but go talk to your dad. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's like I'm, I'm like a robot. Ask your father. Ask, <laughs> Ask your, father. your father. Ask, Ask your, your father. father. And the reason I do that is not that he can make a better decision than me. I do that to stay at peace with stay my husband. Stay at peace. Absolutely. And so I just ask your father, ask your father. Because that's ask just a father. personal boundary I have. Now, yeah. now you have your own personal boundaries 
as well that I try to respect. I, What's you know, that? I, I can't name the <laughs> I can't name the first one off the top of my head, but I know you got them because I believe we all have them. I believe hmm. we all have them. I believe we all have them. Yeah. Okay. I can't think of any right now. <laughs> I know you can't. You got it. <laughs> my husband has a lot of rules, but that's one of his. But I get. I respect. That's the protector in him. He's got this protection thing, you yeah. know, and especially he's raising think, these girls and he um, needs to know where they're going. I just blah, 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 blah. What one is the, it? One of your boundaries is um, allowing the girls uh, some um, some um, how how shall you say it? Uh, independence, some 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 independence to make decisions. On their own? On their Absolutely. own. Absolutely. Uh, and when it when it seems like I'm crossing that you will you will speak up and say something. Uh, and 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 I'll defer because I'll go, okay, you know what I know that's that's and I do agree with that. I happen to agree with that. I don't I don't just defer for peace sake. Mm-hmm. I do I do happen to agree with that. But I know that that's one of your boundaries as well. Yeah. I desperately want my girls to know to not be under control. Mm-hmm. You know, I want them to know how to how to make decisions on their own without somebody having to tell them what to do all the time. I want you to think for yourself. Oh, it's coming to me all of a yeah. sudden. Uh, uh, your your one of your other ones is uh, uh, don't treat them like a handicap. Don't um, do everything. Don't for do them. everything for them. Yeah. And you know, I'm a daddy now of daughters, so of course I'm like. You know, I don't want my baby girls, you know, doing doing certain certain things when they can very well go get their own oil change. Yeah. They can very well go get their tires rotated. But here I am. I'm getting, you know, I got uh, four and five cars in the family. I'm and I'm trying to get all of their cars oil changed and tires rotated. And there are seven cars in our family, <laughs> and these cars are not in my driveway. These people don't live with me, but. <laughs> he still feels the need, but but a twenty-seven-year-old daughter. But I have come around. I yeah, have you're come doing around. better. I'm doing a whole lot better. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's Kids go on to the next. Can be a Kids. major stress. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's not just your marriage. Okay. Yeah. These are common things. Absolutely. All right. The third one is parents. Mm. We're talking about your parents. A couple, the parents of yours. Yeah, your parents. Your parents. Our parents. Our <laughs> parents. If you have a parent who is still alive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're in our 50s. Yeah. And so, of course, we have, well, you, my, my parents mm-hmm. are gone on. You know, they, they've yeah. been gone seven, eight, yeah. nine years now. And my like mom that. is still living. Your mom is still living and his mom lives with us. Right. And she's in her 80s. Yeah. And so, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, even if she didn't live with us. Yeah. But just uh, the the you know the just just parents. Yes. Right. There's they're part of our extended family. Absolutely. And uh, and, and as the stress that comes with that. The stress. There that, there that, there are certain yeah. stressors. Absolutely. That, that comes with being what I call in between parents. Mm. We are we are you and I are in between parents. Uh, 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 meaning, uh, we still are raising children. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're raising our own children. But, yeah, but we're taking care of our aging parents. Yeah, taking care of aging parents. And yeah. and boy, that's a lot of stress that comes. That's with a that. lot of stress. 
There's a lot of stress. That it's just a lot of stress that comes with having a 16-year-old or 18-year-olds in the same house with an 81-year-old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a lot of stress. Yeah, it because is. Because they don't, they don't, uh, they don't congeal oh, too no. easily. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, no. They're totally different. They're totally different. Their values are totally different. Totally different, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And so the, it's, it's a real juggling match there. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, you know, some of the things that, you know, let's talk about maybe some of our situations with, with parents. Yeah, so, you know, uh, just uh, some of the stressors, like, you know, even financially, going going back to the finances. Yes, uh, you may be having to financially take care of your, yeah. of, of a parent. That's common. That's very common. And, yeah. and, and it's, it's uh, maybe even presenting a certain amount of limitation to what you uh, can do for yourselves or for your for your children. Money you could be investing. Uh, money, money you could money be you could be investing putting toward your future. Toward your future, you're yeah. having to use that to care for a parent. That is so common, uh, especially among African Americans. So our daughter, one of our twin daughters, is um, uh, at North Carolina A and T. H you know HBCU. She was just home for spring break, and she's actually writing a paper. Mm. She's in the business school there, and she's actually writing a paper about something to the, I forget the topic of it, but it's basically something about the things that have hindered mm-hmm. generational wealth in African-American families. Yeah. And that was the, one of the first ones right there mm. is that often, you know, those of us, even who have money, we're having to use money that could be used to invest in our future. Mm-hmm. We're having to use that money to take care of parents yeah, who absolutely. unfortunately didn't, didn't not for whatever reason or were not able that's right to prepare for their golden years that's exactly and so right. now we had a responsibility that's right of doing that but it also sets us back absolutely but you got to do what you got to do but you got to do what you got and also you know you and i we were we were discussing this the bible actually lays out for us uh and we just happen to be pastors, Christians, of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're believers. And so, you know, we often refer to the Bible uh, and we use it as a guidepost, as a roadmap for our life. And and the Bible tells us that we should take care of Absolutely. Our, our aging parents. Yeah. And there's one translation that says you should take care of them because they took care Absolutely. of you. Right. Uh, right. And so, uh, you know. I know that we live in such a uh, uh, culture today that it can, uh, it, this culture can be a little self-serving. Yeah. It can be uh, a lot of selfishness in this culture. Uh, and just make sure that that doesn't seep over into your values and to your beliefs and that you see taking care of your aging parents as a burden. Yeah. Because the Bible tells us that we should do it. Yeah. And whatever it tells us that we should do, it should not be a burden. We should actually see it as a blessing to be able to do it. You know, see it as a blessing. And, you know, I'm um, just sitting here right now thinking about how, uh, you know, one of the scriptures that um, I stand on for myself, I stand on for my husband, and I'm, I'm planning for a long life. Yeah. And I'm planning for you to have a long life mm-hmm. because of this one commandment. The Bible says it's the first commandment with promise. And it says, honor your mother and your father yeah. so that your days will be long, long in the earth. In the earth. Wow. It is the first commandment 
with promise. promise. Wow. What is the promise? Long life. Wow. And so you being an only child, when I married you, you know, and you were the only child of a single mother, mm-hmm. I knew the day would come. That we're going to have to take care of her. Yeah, I knew the yeah. day would come. Absolutely, because I'm the yeah. only child. You're the only child. Yeah, I don't have any And it's other. your responsibility to Abs- do it. Absolutely, especially knew- as a son. <laughs> yeah, especially as a son, but it's your responsibility. There's sure. nobody else on the planet to do it. That's right. And as your wife, I just had to come on board with that. Yeah. Has it always been easy? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I do believe uh, a blessing bigger than even what oh, we've experienced. Oh, my goodness gracious, yes. Because we have done that to the best of our ability. Yes. I really believe uh, just a major blessing beyond what we even because we we have yeah, we're blessed, yeah. but I think it's much bigger than that. Yeah. And so if the enemy ever comes and tempts you and tests you and tries to lie to you and tell you gonna die early, that's a mm. lie from come the pit on, of hell. Come on, come on, because I have watched you honor your mother. Come and father, on, that is your mother, exactly right. Yeah, and your father, even though yes. you know he's gone on. Yeah. But and absolutely. I've done the same, and you've done the absolute same. You know, with my mother absolute and my same. father, they're gone yeah. on now. You know, I'm not perfect, but yeah. to my knowledge, I have never dishonored no. my mother or my father. Not to my knowledge either. To my, you know, yeah. and so, so yeah, I know that, you know, when you're taking care of parents, it it, it just is what it is. It can be really, it's really, a lot really of pressure. challenge. It can create stress in the marriage, Absolutely. even among the children. Absolutely. But you keep your heart set to, to do what's right. Keep your heart and, set and, to and, do and, what's and, right. And, and find a way you and your spouse to come together on one accord. Because it's, yes. it's probably challenging for both of you. It's not just one of you. For the whole family. Even, it's even, challenging for the whole even family. Even for the kids, if there are kids in the household. Right, right. Uh, and and just set your hearts, set your heart to have the right attitude towards it. Yeah, Attitude is everything. Oh, that's so good. I used to hear. That's so uh, good. I used to hear Norman, I, I believe it was Norman uh, Vincent Peale. Norman Vincent Peale. In, in one of his books that I read, read The Power of Positive Attitude. Mm, positive thinking. Thinking, The Power of Positive Thinking. Norman mm-hmm. Vincent Peale, Peale said that your attitude determines your altitude. Absolutely. And so the right attitude is half the battle. <laughs> cool, that's so good. Listen, we don't have that much long, and we got two more to cover. So, All right, the fourth one from our experience, common stress, is uh, sickness you know, when when a when a, a spouse or mar- you know somebody's just encountering major sickness, or even not just sickness, I thought physical changes, mm, yeah. and you know, because it could just be physical changes, yeah. like common stuff, like, like menopause, like men losing your <laughs> testosterone level goes down, and and women going through changes. There is a such thing, men. Uh, when you reach a certain age, you don't produce the the testosterone uh, that you used to produce, or to to the proportion that you used to produce it and testosterone affects a lot of stuff for a man energy energy it's uh, it's more than libido viral viral yes virility virility (laughs) (laughs) viral virility it's more than just libido yeah yeah, they think it's just it is libido. Yeah, but muscle, muscle, muscle tone, muscle tone. but it can affect his energy, his motivation, his drive. Yeah. Testosterone impacts all of that. Impacts all of it. Yeah, you know, and so, but there's a common physical change and shifts mm-hmm. that that men go through. Women, of course, women get more 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 play on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we go through this drastic thing, the cessation of the monthly menses mm-hmm. called menopause, mm-hmm. but it's so much more than just a cessation of a, a menses. It sure. is you are going through drastic hormonal Maybe, shifts you know sometimes weight gain for women weight gain anxiety uh, depression yeah. i'm talking about horrific stuff so this right? really needs to be a season where yeah. where you enter into 
trying to be as understanding mm. as possible. Yeah. And and please don't shift over into the judgment seat because Ooh, that is not a time where your so spouse good. needs to be judged. Your spouse needs to be understood. Yeah. Uh this this is a season uh, during these dur- during times of change like this, significant physical changes or maybe even a sickness. You yeah. know, uh, if your spouse comes down with a terminal illness or maybe it, the illness is not unto death or, you know, maybe maybe it's just a illness that incapacitates them. Yeah, they're de- uh, a debilitating illness. A debilitating illness. Yeah. They need to be understood and some considerations need to be made because you love beyond anything that your spouse can do for you necessarily or how they look. At least I hope your love goes beyond that. How did you handle when I went through pretty much two years of being a a vegetable? Wow, that's a good question. Uh, A lot of prayer. I mean, I'm not just saying that facetiously but a lot of prayer um and i you know my love and compassion for you kicked in i i really can't explain it it's just uh this overwhelming just flood of compassion that god i i don't i just want my wife to feel good again mm and I was doggone it going to do whatever I could to lend to you feeling good again. You know, one of the moments that stands out in my memory, and it shifted something for me. I don't, I don't know if I've ever told this story before. Mm. When um, we were, I had gone to see yet another doctor trying to get well. I think it's when I finally, you know, this you know worked just wanted to work with the naturopath doctor mm-hmm. for nine months mm-hmm. to hope that this Dr. Michael Smith could get me well. He was a naturopathic doctor, right. had a totally different approach to 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 health. And so anyway, I wanted to work with him, but it cost seven thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And we had already spent so much money and health mm-hmm. insurance didn't pay for most of the things that got well, we me had well. To pay out of pocket for we had it. to we had to pay um we had to pay out of pocket for it and we'd already spent a lot of money and we didn't have $7,500, you know, and, and we were going, there was some kind of credit card or something mm-hmm. you could take out, you know, 12 months interest free or whatever. And I, I just, I was just struggling with it so bad. I needed the help because I was, I was in bad shape. And I remember sitting on the couch and, and I was talking about the money, the money. And you looked at me, you said, don't, you said, don't talk to me one more time about how much something costs to get you well. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I remember you saying that. Yeah. It was like, don't talk to me one more time about how much something costs to get you well. And what you were saying because to me at is, this point, is money what, is material. It's whatever it costs, you are worth it. You you, you were are worth were and are still worth way more. Right. Than material money, and I was struggling so much because it was costing so much money to get me well, and I yeah. didn't—I honestly didn't value myself enough. But that—that that helped me to see my own value. I had to see my value yeah, so I guess through I place, your eyes. I place weight and worth on, on me, on you. Yeah, yeah, and not necessarily what you were going I was more important than the through. money. Absolutely. Yeah. So you were more important than the sacrifices that were needing to be made. 
Absolutely. Because there were a whole lot of sacrifices. Um, a ton I mean, of if sacrifices I can be quite honest, to get me you know, well, even yeah. physically. Oh, physically, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Even, yeah. you know, a lot in, the, of, yeah. in the bedroom, uh, you know. I, uh, I couldn't contribute much. You, you couldn't contribute anything for yeah. a long time. And, yeah. And so it was just like, no, I'm more committed to you. I'm committed. When I married you, when I took those vows, I took them to you. I didn't take them to sex. I didn't take them. Woo! I took them to you. That's good. And uh, so that's how I made it through it. Good job, Bob. We got one more to come. <laughs> we got one more. And we got uh, about five minutes. Yeah, left. yeah. And so um, the last one is just just calamities. Yeah. You know, all of catastrophic things yeah. that can happen over a lifetime together whether it's you between you and your spouse or the children mm. i mean there's a lot of things that can happen. oh my god the house could burn down uh just all kind of stuff all kinds of stuff you know or somebody loses a job yeah absolutely we, we certainly have experienced that you know ho horrific accidents horrific accidents whatever it is and i know you could be in some, a so I'm talking about you may be in the middle of a calamity right now, yeah. loss of a child. Mm, oh, my God. As hard as it is, here's what we want to tell you today. Mm. It is common. It is common. That is really the whole message. It is common. Of this whole podcast today. It that whatever common. the stress is, whatever the calamity is, whatever the catastrophe is, whatever the unpleasantry is that you may be experiencing in your marriage, in your family, in your household today, mm. it's common. And if you choose to stay together. Yeah. And go through it together. Yes. You can and you will make it. You can and you will make it. And on the other side of it could be some of your best days together. You will thrive. You'll thrive. You'll absolutely yeah. thrive. You'll thrive. Wow. Well, you all, I hope this um, podcast today has been a, a help to you, a blessing, an inspiration to you. Hope you gained something, mm -hmm. learned something. If so, can you please take a moment and subscribe uh, to this YouTube channel if you're watching us on YouTube or like it, share it with somebody that you know it will, it'll be a blessing to let the Lord use you <laughs> and do that. We think it'll really, really help somebody today. Well, we always close every one of our episodes uh, with this. Is marriage and family are important enough that they are worth learning to do well. And the house united cannot fall. See you next time. See you next time. We're on a mission to reach one million people or greater with content that inspires strong faith, families, and future. If you believe that strong marriages and families truly have the power to change the world, then we invite you to partner with Howard International Ministries as a one in a million partner. With a monthly $100 contribution, you will receive 20% discount off all ministry products and HIM events. You'll also receive special reserve seating at all events. And of course, we always welcome any one-time gift that you want to give. Giving and partnering with Power International Ministries is quick and easy. Just click the link below for a simple process. There were days where we thought we wouldn't make it out, but we stuck it out. Today's our day.